Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox, and we are on Step 12, which is love. And tonight we're going to be talking about no judgment. And I am excited for this. I think that with love, there comes a sense of compassion and empathy that allows us to release our holds on that judgment um, and I'm excited to get uh, get into talking about it. So uh, Terry is not here quite yet. Um, so I will introduce our lovely co-host. She has been on the show with us before and is one of our favorites. Please welcome Stephanie Luares. Good evening. It's great to be here with you. Yes. I am so excited that you stayed up late to be with us. Yes, you know it's not my favorite, but I would always do it for you. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. So, Stephanie, why don't you remind our listeners, what is it you get to do and who is it you get to serve? Well, I am the owner of Heart and Soul Fitness and Wellness. I'm based in Lake Havasu City, Arizona, but I work with people not only in person but virtually. I'm a uh, body positive personal trainer, uh, nutrition coach, and uh, provide diabetes management as well. And um, that is something that I I love to really work with people that um have have things to overcome whether it's barriers or other things that hold them back from achieving their goals awesome i love it i've worked with stephanie before and she definitely does not judge you so i think that um the topic tonight of no judgment is a good one for her um, she doesn't let you beat yourself up at all. So um, I'm excited to get into the topic. So first, let's talk about love. What does love mean to you? Oh, my gosh. You know, that is probably one of the hardest words to define ever. Um, you know, I we always know, you know, that, that romantic love, that love we feel for a partner or, you know, the love we feel for our family, those, that commitment and loyalty and, um, you know, love really is, is how, how we care for ourselves, how we care for another person and how that's reflected in our thoughts and actions. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel no judgment plays into that? Well, I think that that no judgment piece comes in almost 
really thinking about it like the golden rule, you know, treat others as you would want to be treated. Um, you know, we we don't want to be treated with criticism and judgment and harshness. So why should we or why do we do this to other people? And in in reverse too, you know, we many of us are guilty of being our own worst critic, our own worst judger in mm-hmm. in, in like I, I can tell you myself, there there was a very long period of time where I would treat myself, I would say things to myself, I would I would hold myself to a more severe standard than I would anyone else. And I would never have that self-talk in, in speaking to another person the way I spoke to myself. Yeah. I, I mean, that's definitely true for me as well. I can still um, catch myself saying things. And I've actually gotten caught by other people a couple of times. Um, like this morning I was on a summit and I had my camera off because I wasn't feeling very cute. And I made a comment about my picture being cuter than me. And they're like, I doubt it. And so I came on and they were like, you're so cute. Don't say those things to yourself. You know, and it's like, I wasn't like trying to be mean to myself. I just, you know, didn't feel my cutest and, um, and stuff. So it's even those little ways that our fear gets in there to, um, you know, to, you know, have us thinking something, um, you know, like that about ourselves. Absolutely. So, well, we want to welcome Terry here. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing good. I'm sorry. I forgot it was Monday, and then I remember. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're so glad, Terry. <laughs> Better late oh, than never. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. I guess that's true, huh? <laughs> yeah. So we're talking no judgment tonight and Great. how that pertains to love. And Stephanie has shared with us some really great information so far. So why don't you share with us your first thoughts on how those two go together? Well, that's interesting. I have a quote on my mirror that says, um, and I can't remember exactly what it says, but it's something like, um, if if you're judging me, you have no time to love me. And I think that that's really true when you're when there's judgment. There can't be judgment and love at the same time. They just don't coexist. And so it's a. I think it's really, uh, for me, it's very, it's a great insight for me to think because that's something I've been working on consciously and intentionally, is to eliminate uh, judgment about people that I don't know or people that I've just met. And I'll make uh, judgments based on the way they look, what they say, um, you know, outward things instead of loving them for their, you know, for the fact that they're they're a human being and they're 
they're connected to me as a human, you know, and our our shared humanity. And so I've really been working on that. And I, I think I've shared in the group before that when we went on our cruise with Katerina last November, I think it was November, maybe it was February. I don't remember. February. Um, yeah. Uh, I really, really, that was really one of my intentions going on the cruise because there were 30 women of all different ages, you know, different ethnicity, different, you know, really different, maybe different values, I'm not sure, but definitely um, different ways of speaking, reacting, you know, just very different in the way they dressed, the way they talked. And I I wanted to be able to truly meet them at the, at the love level, not the judgment level. And so I've been working at that. So that currently in my, in my, um, thoughts as I and my words and actions as I go about my daily living and so I I find that willingness to practice love versus judgment has made a difference in my capacity to be present in the moment to be more um, heart-centered and actually to be more light-hearted and so I really appreciate the the um you know the results, the outcomes of of actually practicing love versus judgment. So it's a it's a timely topic. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've already talked about how we have a tendency to judge ourselves harshly, and I think we then judge our others harshly because we are holding them to this same. Um, unreachable standard that we're holding ourselves to. And I think that when we can love ourselves, show compassion to ourselves, see our innocence, see all of the things that we are doing instead of focusing on the things that we aren't or focusing on the things that we have and not the things we don't have, I think that it becomes easier for us to not judge ourselves so harshly and that automatically helps us to judge others less harshly as well. I think, you know, as we say here um, with Fearless Living, it always starts with us. So we have to love ourselves first uh, before we can uh, give love, true love to other people. And I think that we have to not, uh, we have to judge ourselves less before we can uh, judge others less. So I think that I give other people the benefit of the doubt way more than I give myself. But I have to admit, there are a lot of judgments that I say in my head and I don't say out loud. And so those are things that I want to work on, like what Terry was saying. I want to work on that those aren't the first judgments or the first, you know, thoughts that come to my head when I see someone, um, but that um, more kinder things come first instead of um, after. You know, I liked what Terry said about how love and judgment can't coexist and how um, – I think you can almost look at it as 
an evaluator for relationships. You know, it doesn't matter what type of relationship, but just the relationship that you have with another individual, that if there is constantly this judgment or this criticism, I mean, judgment carries weight. And mm-hmm. you, you're, you know, we, I think we could differentiate between, you know, constructive criticism and, you know, that honest and open dialogue versus judgment. And, you know, there, there's a place to grow together and have, have that, have that, that back and forth, that critique, that criticism without that weight of judgment and I think that really is that that delineation line of loving someone caring for them in a way that you want to see better for them that you you know we you each can show up better in the relationship versus you know wagging your finger at them and this is what you did wrong yeah yeah yeah, I like I yeah. I like to think of uh, you know constructive criticism is you know there's so much power in words. Uh, criticism is a word even when you say constructive with it, it doesn't sound good to me. It's like uh, I like to call it feedback or or I like to call it um, collaboration. You know, it's it's like. When I when I, like today I had to speak um at the um the 911 memorial at at our you know in our city I had to speak uh I didn't have to I mean I I chose to speak as the mayor when they asked me to and uh and I was it's the first time I've spoken at that particular event in that position and so I wanted I wanted constructive feedback you know I wanted to know if what I said was meaningful and whether it, you know, I wanted it to be able to move people so that they would feel the same humility and gratitude that I felt. And so I asked for that, that feedback from, you know, my, my daughter and another person that I really know that will be honest with me, but they will be, um, they'll be kind, you know, they're, they'll tell me, uh, in a way that, that the feedback feels, um, I guess feels constructive or feels like it's helping me to, uh, you know, be be more concise in, in my speaking or gives me validation that, I, that it accomplished what I wanted it to accomplish. So I think that that, like you're saying, that's not judgmental. That is constructive. And that is what I asked for. Now, if I hadn't asked for it, I probably wouldn't have felt that way about it, you know, but I did. I asked for that feedback um, so that I can, I can continue to improve my, you know, my skills as a speaker. So I think that that's important uh, to delineate between judgment and feedback or constructive criticism, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, It's not judgmental. It's given in a way of, of service of, of, respect a way of helping another person with what they've asked for you know because if you ask for what you need and you want then it's to me it's not it's not a judgment it's it's that feedback that constructive observation that insight that helps 
propel you forward or that just gives you validation. I mean, we all want to be validated that what we said was intelligible, you know, somebody could understand it and it uh, moves people the way that you had hoped it would, you know. So I look at it that way too. Yeah. And I think it's important that you said that you asked for it. I think when we're in a position to um, to give feedback, we need to make sure that it's wanted. <laughs> right. And if yeah. someone is coming to us and wanting to give us feedback, that we let them know if we want it or not, um, because that's a boundary that we can that we can establish for ourselves in our you know, our process of loving ourselves more because we may not be at a position where we want feedback yet or we may not, we may not trust the feedback coming from that particular person, you know. So it's, it's holding that boundary as well, like asking if they want it and then letting the person if you want it or not. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you did a wonderful job today. Uh, <laughs> I have no uh, doubt she did. <laughs> well, I didn't cry, so that was good. <laughs> Almost did, but I, I, I don't know. I sometimes I think it's it's okay to cry, and I usually do. I it's like I don't cry a lot, but I'll usually have just this little moment of of. Uh, you know, emotion, and I, I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> nope. Shows your humanity. Yep. Because it's really, I, I thought that was such, it's such a, a tender. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it's just the whole topic of, you know, this being the memory of, uh, you know, 9-11, and it was like 22 years ago, and yet, you know, when you stop and think about it, if, for me, it was like yesterday, and it just brings mm-hmm. back all of the the tender stories and the, you know, the heartache and the grief and and the hero, heroism and the sacrifice. You know, it's just like it's a very emotional um, ceremony. You know, they ring the bell. They, you know, it's just a very emotional ceremony. They lower the flag to half mass, and and uh, if you've had yeah. the opportunity to go to the memorial in New York, it's just you know it brings that all back to you. Yeah, I've been there twice, and the first time was very emotional. The second time wasn't as much, but still, it affected me at like a cellular cellular level. But, and we're yeah. very grateful for our first responders, um, absolutely. Stephanie, with your clients, how do you support them with this non no judgment um, aspect? Well, I I don't think it's it's so much through that lens of non judgment, but through love. Um, mm-hmm. You know. When when I work with with my clients or or anyone, it's it's truly with the greatest and purest of intentions and that desire to see 
someone else succeed, to move past where they are, to get where they want to be. And I, I know myself that I, I have never been successful when it's been something that was not loving, was not a caring environment, where there was guilt or shame or ridicule held over your head. You might be able to, to sustain that for a little while, but it, it's not the way to live. I mean, we, we need to be in a loving environment because that loving environment is, is a safe place and it helps us to grow. It helps us become more open and to explore other parts of ourselves that we, we might have closed off or might not feel comfortable sharing to move to that next level, to work through something so that it doesn't continue to be a stumbling block. I love that. Yeah, that is the, that for me, it's just, I, I don't even like, I'm trying to just eliminate that whole concept of judgment from my, from my thought processes and from my processing information and just replace it with love, like you said. Don't even use the filter of judgment. You know, just use that filter of love. You know, loving and and love has all those layers. You know, loving God, loving yourself, loving your neighbor, loving your situation, loving. You know, I mean, I, sometimes I, when I'm saying my prayers, I'll just say I'm so grateful for my car, for my clothes, for my. You know, I'll just go down the litany of all the blessings that I have, and how much I can look at that. Look at that as as evidence uh, evidence of love in my life and uh it's just i i i mean i think that the song love makes the world go around and and it's just you know love is the only real principle that can help us to to negate judgment to negate hate to negate contention you know to make our world a better place and if we can start with loving ourselves uh, you know, then we're in that place of um, the absence of, you know, guilt and shame. We're in that place of having love be the filter that we use in, for ourselves and for our our situation and, and going into our intentions and, and just the way we show up and take up space can be loving. And if we can have that be our essence, I mean, I think that's what I really aim for you know is that that's my essence that my essence is love and um and sometimes i'll i'll you know i will have that kind of like i got in on the conversation of kelly uh you know saying that her picture was cuter than she is and and sometimes i'll fall into that that you know area of beating myself up and then i just can stop that i can pause that push the pause button and again use the filter of love and have that be, you know, when I look in the mirror in Mel Robbins and the high five, you know, habit, you know, you've got this girl and you're looking at yourself, you know, when you first get up, no makeup, hair kind of tousled up or whatever, and you and you can still look in the mirror and love yourself and not judge yourself for that, but, but know that you can move forward you, and you can use that filter of love to really assist you. So I... I 
I really resonate with what you said. You know, you don't want them to look at the filter of judgment, but just really have the impact of love be that, because love is so much. I mean, it's a verb, it's a noun, it's an adjective. It's, you know, it's really a a way of being, a way of showing up, an essence that we can have in our lives that helps us to move forward in that, in the way of growing, of serving, of uh, having an impact and influence uh, for good. And yeah, I think that so love, that love makes a an even playing field, if you will, mm. because we we all know. There's things we do well. There's things we don't do well in that we try to do better. And when, when, we, when we come from that place of love, it's, it's that acknowledgement that, that we are not perfect people, that we, we all make mistakes. We all have a chance to try again and do something differently. And it gives us the grace to not only mm-hmm. treat ourselves with with a gentler touch, but but provide that grace to others. Mhm. Yeah. Ladies, I have loved this conversation tonight. We have just five minutes left, and I want to give Stephanie the opportunity to share how our listeners can get a hold of her or if anything is going on that she wants to share with them. Well, I can be found uh, just about um, everywhere on social media except for TikTok and Snapchat. Um, And it is at some iteration of heart and soul fit. And soul is spelled S or soul is spelled S O L E. And um, you know what's coming up is I've I've had some really exciting events that I'm doing monthly now with uh, crockpot freezer meals, and it's not just an in-person thing. We do it virtually as well, and it's just the opportunity to provide some love yourself and get get those meals prepared and ready and so you don't have to think about it and just make life that much easier i'm signed up for that i know i can't wait to have you this time around yeah i can't either (laughs) yeah i went last time and my kids are definitely liking having these meals, and I like the easiness of them. All I have to do is remember to actually take them out of the freezer and then um, put them in the crock pot <laughs> with enough time. But, um, but yeah, our family has really enjoyed, enjoy, uh, enjoyed, and I enjoyed the process of, of making them too. Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of stress out of it when you're able to do it all together at once and then it's done and ready to go. Uh, it's a it's a whole lot of fun. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being on the show with us tonight. 
I know that it is not an easy thing for you, and we appreciate you giving of your time and your uh, expertise. Well, thank you. It's always great to be with you and chit-chat and have that time with Kelly and Terry. That always brings light to my day. (laughs) We we love you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you want to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. And if you want to know more about Terry and I, please go to fearlessgenerations.org. There's everything there from the free workshops that we do to our um, big, beautiful group program that we provide that is starting back up in October. So uh, definitely go in there and check it out. Uh, We appreciate you all being here with us every week. Terry, love doing this with you. And uh, once again, thank you, Stephanie, for being here with us. Yep, thanks, Thank Steph. you. And until next time, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.